Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. Hello, everyone. Welcome. You may hear some background noise. I'm going to try to cover that up with some of the music bed. We'll see. Hopefully, it won't be too much. But welcome. We are talking about the latest episode of 90 Day Fiance. But whenever you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure that you will be entertained. The whole theme of this episode is is love enough and we're talking about the latest season of 90 day fiance before the 90 days select episodes of this podcast are also heard on licmc radio just listen in saturday nights at 10 p.m on licmc.net would you like your content shared on LICMC Radio? Well, send us an email for info. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. Again, you can email cbiztv at yahoo.com. So in this latest episode, I did not see Usman or Soldier Boy, Kimber and Kimberly, Kimberly, that's what he calls her. Um, hopefully you guys are, um, whoever's listening, know something about the show, but I'm just going to give you a basic general explanation of the show, just in case you're not familiar with it and you still want to listen to the episode. So 90 day fiance before the 90 days, there's a whole 90 day fiance franchise. They have multiple um, franchises or multiple spinoffs of 90 day fiance. And it's a reality show on TLC, the learning channel. And it's based on couples finding love, usually outside of their own country. And because of that, there's a 90 day period where they, have to get a K-1 visa or whatnot so that they can either stay in the country with that person that they love or they have to end up marrying that person. So that's why it's called 90 Day Fiance because of that 90 day deadline. A lot of the couples meet online and sometimes by visiting other countries, they may meet and meet somebody in passing and keep their connection going. So that's the basis of the show. There's been several seasons. It's basically a hit show. And it can get pretty messy, but I think that's one of the things I like about it. Uh, so let's just let's just get into some of the couples here. And the question we are asking, is love enough? And this recent episode, Usman and Kimberly, I just, I from my memory, Kimberly was trying to get him to stay in, in her room again. She's trying to get this romantic thing going and trying to kind of push him into sleeping with her basically and he still wants to take it slow he wanted he said well I'll sleep in the bed with you maybe cuddle but he's not trying to have sex with her so she took that as an insult and they kind of got into it that's the last that I saw I think they fought but I think she asked him to come back to the room and um 
they kind of made up but i'm not fully sure where they're at but we'll see on the next episode i really want to get into the other couples because they showed a little bit more of the other couples uh let me start with ben and mahogany now ben is an american and i'm i can't tell you from all the countries that people are from because i i don't recall but i'm gonna put a link in the description this is what i do whenever i can't remember <laughs> of the uh show the facebook page if you guys want to co- connect to the show and see more details i'm gonna put that in the description link but ben is an is american and mahogany is from another country so he travels all the way to this country to meet her even though she's saying at the moment she kind of last minute told him uh my my family doesn't trust you my dad doesn't think you're legit so she doesn't want him to come but he ends up coming anyway he's already at the airport so he goes and then he texts her and says i'm gonna be at this restaurant at such and such time in your country and he kind of gets a little general vague text but he's happy because he wasn't getting any type of contact with this person at all so he got stood up and he got stood up hard just imagine going to a whole nother country to meet somebody and they don't show up how much money how much time you wasted so i understand why he wanted to still try to make connection and contact with this person because it's a lot to go on a trip physically and emotionally draining much less the bill so we're gonna see what happens next time with that couple Ben and Mahogany his friends and everybody saying well is she even real she looks a little bit too good to be true I don't think they had any video chats but she sent like a very short video clip to him and on these days with catfish people can take other people's pictures they can take other people's videos and and pose as them so it's not very hard to do something like that and put the wool over somebody's eyes yet you got to be a little bit smarter than that and know that technology is pretty good but not good enough there's still holes there's still red flags where things just don't feel right they just don't seem right and if you feel that you see that for me i think it's worth backing down i know some people are like well i'll i'll like ben he's like i'll go to the ends of the earth we have a connection i really feel something for this person i don't know if i would do that i'm sorry if it's, uh maybe one or two or three red flags i, I had I had some type of similar situation when it comes to 90 Day Fiance. Not exactly the same. The person was not far away in another country, but they were farther from me than normal. And there was a whole situation there. But I don't want to talk about me. I will do that in the future, though. But yeah, uh, a couple of red flags. I'm, I'm out. I can say that, but... I have stuck around in some scenarios just to see what was going to happen. When you're emotionally invested in something, sometimes you do foolish things. But sometimes it could be a perfect love story. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Ben and Mahogany. Um, For me, I'm really not sure. I'd love it to be a perfect love story. But for the um, logical person that's in my mind... (laughs) I'm saying, I don't know. He may have wasted his time. Okay, let's get into 
the next couple here, I'm going to go for Jasmine and Gino. With Jasmine and Gino, oh, Jasmine seemed like such a hothead. She's more attractive. She's younger. Um, she seems like she gets her way. Gino's a little older, more laid back. It seems like he was a little bit of a patsy and she was just basically stepping all over him um, at some point. But it turns out that Gino really is a jerk. Uh, I'm sorry, Gino, but this is how I feel. I know that there's more to your story and we have to continue to watch the series. But some of the things he did, um, he sent um, a topless picture of her to one of his exes to get his ex jealous. Um, and I think it was one more thing that he did just, just was completely unsettling. Uh, she kind of got him to make up for not giving her a Christmas present to take her on this nice trip within the trip that they, he already took to see her in her country. And then, so they got into a big blowout argument after she found out um, he really did do this and this was true. He lied to her and she kind of caught him up on his lies. So then he had to confess. So I really hate that too. The fact that he didn't just come clean when she first presented it is what he really should have done. But he still tried to continue in his lie until he couldn't anymore. That's somebody that I don't think I could deal with. The honesty level is really low with him. As far as what I'm seeing right now. Oh, and he also was a sugar daddy. Uh, if you guys have ever heard of sugar babies, which is usually a younger woman. I believe they have websites for this as well. A younger woman seeking out an older man that has money and they get involved in a relationship basically for pay. So he was involved in something like that. And she, I guess she was unaware of that side of him or that part of his life. So, yeah, um, to me, Gino kind of looks like the jerk at first. Jasmine seemed hot-headed. She seemed, you know, hot-tempered, too jealous, too quickly, just a little bit too much. And I felt like she was kind of stepping on Gino. But now I'm really seeing that Gino kind of appears to be a jerk on his end. But I might change my mind on future episodes. We'll see what happens with that. But, um, yeah, that's Jasmine and Gino. All right, let's get into, uh, I want to get into Mike and Jimena. Now, Mike and Jimena is making the whole 90 Day Story fiance, uh, I'm sorry, 90 Day fiance story before the 90 days. They're making it look a little bit happier. Like there's a little glimmer of hope. The, the last three couples I mentioned, definitely there's issues with them. It does not look like, a happily ever after scenario but Mike and Jimena I have to say Mike is from America and he went to visit Jimena in her country she has two children she was deceptive as far as not being able to have any more children and she knew he desired that but she didn't tell him until he came to visit he's also helped her out with money multiple times so to me Jimena seemed as if she was kind of uh, taking advantage of Mike. 
her intentions were they were planning to get married but her intentions were more to have a settled lifestyle she's dealt with men that are kind of dangerous the bad boys mike is like complete opposite her level of traction seemed like it wasn't as high when she met him and all of these things but mike decides to ask her to marry him at the end of the trip the whole family comes to the restaurant he has a nice setup at the end of the meal they bring out a beautiful cake and on the cake is an open ring box with the engagement ring and she's just floored she's crying she's everything and at first when she was crying I wasn't sure if that meant that she was does not want this or she does want this but in the end she says yes it looks like it might be a happily ever after I think she hasn't really experienced love like that from a man before and now that she is I think she really wants that she wants that marriage she wants to be treated in a good way now they had an issue where Mike was kind of rude when it comes to his bodily functions, when it comes to cleaning up and picking up behind himself. He said he's going to work on that. Other than that, they didn't have any really huge issues besides Jimena dealing with some dangerous men that hopefully they don't come back around again. Uh, It's a lot to their story, but it's looking up. She said, yes, I'm happy for them. He now has to go back to his country, um, back to America to go back to work, but he'll be back in a couple of months. And she doesn't want him to go, like, to see how heartbroken she is that he's going. I just feel like a complete turnaround with this relationship. She was a little iffy at first, but now I feel like she's all in. And she's feeling the love maybe a little more than Mike is at this point. But... It looks like it could be a happily ever after for them. We'll see what happens in the preview they're showing. Um, after sh- after he goes home, Jimena seems a little distant. Something seems off. So he's trying to rush back to see what's going on. And we'll find out what's going on with Jimena in the future episode. So I'm enjoying our little chat about 90 Day Fiance. We're going to come back in a moment and talk about our last two couples. Select episodes of this podcast are also heard on LICMC radio. Just listen in Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on LICMC.net. Would you like your content shared on LICMC radio? Well, send us an email for info. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. Again, you can email cbiztv at yahoo.com. Okay, people, we're going to talk about our last two couples on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. And our question is, is love enough? So I'm going to talk about Memphis and Hamza. Memphis is from America. I believe she's from Michigan as well as I believe Gino, also one of the other, from one of the other couples, Jasmine and Gino. I believe Gino is from Michigan as well. So it's funny how we have these Michigan connections. I'm from Michigan as well, Detroit. 
but Memphis and Hamza. So to me, their relationship starts out a little shallow. They're doing kind of what she calls sexy time on the video chat. It seems kind of shallow. Maybe she's based on sexual things and then she really wants to marry him. There's a language barrier here. They can't really fully understand each other well. So there's multiple red flags with their relationship. She has um, abandonment issues from both of her parents, as well as issues with her self-esteem due to a past relationship where the person did not make her feel beautiful or cared for. So there's a lot going on with Memphis and at this point, you know, Hamza, he's kind of going against a lot of his religious beliefs from his country, telling his mom he's going to do one thing, but he ends up um, sleeping with Memphis, even though that's against their faith, especially before marriage. So they end up getting a hotel room because she says she has to know before they get married. She's a little bit pushy. She's a little bit rude to him. And I think some of it may be missing in translation but now he's really starting to feel it as they get their marriage papers together and he's kind of having second thoughts she wants to get um a prenuptial agreement he feels she doesn't trust him she's asking him is he broke is he gonna have any money once he goes to um, america with her and she kind of downs him a lot he's also a number of years younger than her he lied about his age as well he's a couple years younger than what he said and she's uh somewhere in her 30s she's like in her early 30s and he's like in his mid going to later 20s so I think he's 26 and she's 32 or 3 maybe even 34 there so there's a little bit of an age difference there and she has these high expectations on him He's not even from America, so he's going to have to learn the customs, the language. And so I feel like she wants an instant husband. She wants to marry him, bring him back to America. She told him, once we get to America, everything's going to be 50-50, so you have to have your money together. And just, I feel like she's putting a lot of pressure on him. So is love enough in that case? I don't know. I don't even really feel that they're in love. I feel like she found someone that was good enough and that she could bring home to be her husband and this is her main desire for Hamza I feel like he is more of a sexual attraction I don't think he really planned out how far this is going to go to marriage like you you're possibly going to go to America possibly leave everything and maybe that's what he desires maybe that's in the back of his motives as well I don't know but Memphis and Hamza, they look like a disaster waiting to happen. So if there was some love there, I think that that may keep them together, but I'm not really even sure if it's love there. I feel like there's different motives that they have, and I don't really feel the love between them, but we'll see what's going to happen. Right now, Hamza's having second thoughts about marrying her, and I think they're going to address that in the next episode. Finally, I want to talk about Caleb and Alina. Now with Alina, she's a little person. She also has other physical differences with her. 
the type of little person she is it's a little bit different than um maybe what what i say a lot of us have seen she has she has to use a wheelchair a lot she can't walk um long distances and well with her and caleb they've been pen pals for about 13 years online learning each other's language that's how they connected um so when they finally meet up we find out that uh, alina wasn't completely honest and she was seeing somebody while she was talking to caleb and trying to start a relationship with him she was still actually living with another man at the time so and then we also also see caleb doesn't seem like he's really fully into it he's not sure his question marks and he lets her know that he's not sure he's not sure he never dated a little person before all of her needs as far as her having to use a wheelchair and he has to um help her to get up in certain areas that are too high just different things he has to do to help her he's not used to that so it takes them a little a little minute but they finally spend the night together she was uh hoping that it would have happened sooner the whole time she feels like he is unsure and he's saying well yes i am taking my time because i want to be sure she's kind of pushing him and i know it's been 13 years that they've chatted but meeting somebody and and staying with them and spending time with them one-on-one in person is very different than just talking to someone online you can do that in your own convenience but if you're staying with somebody you guys are used in the same hotel room doing things together day in and day out there's a different feeling behind it so she kind of at the end of this trip they're bought at the end of the trip and kind of puts an ultimatum on them and she wants to know is he in this are we exclusive are we going to be boyfriend and girlfriend basically and in the end it's kind of hard for him to say but he says you know he wasn't sure about all everything it takes to be her boyfriend the work it takes the extra work it takes to help her and all of these things that he just did not assess that before they got deeper into the relationship but now that they've spent a week or so I think together it could have been a couple weeks that even though he has feelings for her he's attracted to her they've spent they've had good times he's just not that element of having to do having to take care of her is something that he is just not prepared for and I was like wow that he actually but I do have to commend him for being upfront because he wasn't rude about it he wasn't putting her down but he was just being honest about the situation and and how he was feeling and that he wasn't used to that type of situation and I see nothing wrong with him being honest and real some people may bash him because he chose to be with he chose that he could he chose the decision sorry guys he made the decision to not be with somebody that was a little person that in some cases needs extra help and I mean, I think that's everybody's individual choice to make. So again, the question is love enough. And and they were the ones, they were the couple that really had me asking that question, is love enough because of the situation? And 
everybody has their own story but I was talking to someone one of my co-workers um oh it's been a while back and asked them would they date someone that was had some type of disability and they said no and the, the way that they said no so quickly and easily it kind of made me feel bad and I think I mentioned in another episode that I was watching a YouTube channel where um, it's a group of people. They're all in wheelchairs. They kind of just talk it out. They have their own talk show. It's very cool. I enjoy the show. But I just, um, I wondered to myself, because they were talking about dating, did they date people that were also in wheelchairs or had some type of disability? And then there was another <laughs> another YouTube show I was watching where there was a guest where the gentleman was born with a disability. Yet he said he doesn't want to be with somebody with a disability like him. He wants to be with somebody that was born um, so-called, I'll just say, without a disability. So um, all of that in mind, I do believe that everybody has their own choice. I I think it's good that he came out and he gave it a try. He didn't dismiss her. He had love for her. For the most part, he had respect for her. He did seem dry at times, but he said that's his personality. I do actually believe that is his personality, but I don't think he was, from from the videos that I've seen, I don't think he was ever rude to her or disrespectful to her in that nature. Um, could he been a little bit more loving? Yeah, but I don't know if he really has that deep love in his heart for her or that deep connection because I, I don't know if she, I think she said if you really love somebody, then you would, it's not a big deal to do these things. It's just something that becomes a part of your life. And I think she's right. I think if you're really, really in love with somebody, there's nothing that you would would do or wouldn't, there's nothing that you wouldn't do. <laughs> for that person and I've seen many many a times couples where one of the people of the couple was disabled and they were a happy couple so it definitely can work but if that person is not able to give you everything that they have and they're just not ready or they just don't see themselves in that situation I mean you just have to respect that and walk away for me I feel like I've dated people, I've dated a few people that had certain disabilities in different levels and different ways. And for me, I was always all in. I feel that if somebody has a disability, that doesn't change my mind about them. I don't know. I didn't have to really do a lot of work and help and assist them a lot. One of the guys I was seeing, I did kind of assist him, but maybe... I think I was doing that, but I don't think he really needed the help the way I was trying to assist him. But I just feel like if somebody has a disability, that doesn't matter to me at all. If we have a connection and we care about each other and we are there for each other, to me, that doesn't matter at all. But I respect other people's feelings as well. You can't expect everybody to feel that way. Um, And then... Uh, as I mentioned that other podcast where the gentleman doesn't want to date someone that's like him I just don't really understand why people don't want to date people that are in similar situations I'm a more chill laid back person 
and I would I would like a more chill laid back person I take an outgoing person as well um a bubbly person but for some reason I'm into people that have are similar to me but some people like total opposites I know some people say I'm chill I don't want another chill person um I want a bubbly person I want the opposite um of course we see couples interracial couples now um that's not true for everyone but there are some people that prefer people outside of their race they don't want to date someone that is in their same race they feel maybe that's too similar for some reason so there's a lot of different couple combinations where people are like I don't want the same thing as myself but I just I find it kind of hard to see when I do hear stories that a disabled person doesn't even want another disabled person to me that's like kind of disheartening to feel that someone that's similar to you doesn't even want you um to me I just think people need to be a little bit more open-minded but again I respect that but I don't completely understand it because again I like people that are similar to myself and I don't dislike people that are different I'm open to that but you know if somebody's similar to me I have no problem with trying to start a friendship relationship or whatever but the big question again is love enough and and I think it is I think it can be this is my take on it guys and if you have a different take email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com that's c-b-i-z-t-v at yahoo.com but I think love is enough like true real love like again I said there's nothing that you wouldn't do for that person you will be like Ben as he went after mahogany and go all the way to that country even though that person says don't come here and he did it anyway like if you really have strong feelings for this person leading to love or you really just love this person and you're at that point there is nothing that you won't do for that person so our podcast is all about faith as well so I have to mention Jesus because I always think of when it comes to love how far Jesus went to show his love for us his people to show his love for the world and invite everybody in to be a part of the kingdom of God so to me Jesus is like the biggest example of love like if somebody doesn't love you to a deep level or deep enough if there's some things that they're just not willing to do and some of those things may not even seem that big then definitely that person is not the person for you I've dated people that don't want to go to certain places or take me out certain places because of um money reasons now I'm not saying I'm not even saying that these are big extravagant places but I noticed that sometimes some of the guys I've dated in the beginning the first few dates are are decent or nice and then after that they just don't want to go out anymore they just want me to either come to their place or they come to meet me and I don't know if they just get cheap or whatever but at at certain point it's like if you don't want to take me out anymore then and this is something small then then where's the love at I mean you have to look at the red flags here if, if it's small things that people don't want to do for you 
are no longer willing to do once they think they have you wrapped wrapped around their finger then that shows you that they don't really love you enough and with Usman and Kimberly I really feel like Kimberly's trying to buy Usman's love buying him all these gifts you should never have to go to those lengths to be loved by somebody that's just never a good idea it's never the way to go she paid for that trip to go all the way to see him then she brought him these gifts then she's kind of begging him to come to her room to me it looks really desperate and you should never have to beg to be loved love should be free an open gift to that person that you care about I do honestly believe that some people don't even really know how to love. They haven't seen love demonstrated in their life in the proper way. For them, love is an exchange of goods, gifts. It could be sex. It could be money and gifts. No, love is deeper than that. Love is ride or die. Love is if you had nothing at all, I'll still be there. Love has no conditions on it. To me, that's what real love is about. And sadly, people don't know how to love. And they expect certain things in order to keep a relationship. But they're not willing to give those things in return. You know, it's a, it's a two-way street. And if, if you want somebody that's willing to do all these things for you, you have to be willing to do all those things back. And if you're not ready, be like Caleb and step back and say, Hey, I'm not ready. I'm not able I'm not feeling the same thing that you feel. He invested a lot. He went all the way to her country. They actually kind of met part ways, but but the country they went to was close to her country. So, but he, you know, he invested, he tried, he put the work in and it didn't work out. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes we put all this work in and we want it to work. And I've seen it many days on 90 Day Fiance where, the people just keep fighting and they keep coming back together and sometimes they stay in that toxic thing but most of the time after so many after so many times of fighting and things not working a lot of times it's just gonna have to end so is love enough it can be I think it is because I think you can get the money you can get all of the other things you need if you don't have it at the moment you can get all these things if you love someone enough But I don't think that you should be forced or feel like you have to get those things to get love in return. Love is an unconditional. It's based on you, your heart, type of person you are. Not about the material items you can bring to me to the table. Not giving me um, status to be in America. Like All of that stuff is to me a game, an agenda. And it's not really about love. People just have a whole lot of different ways to define love, but truly it's unconditional and it's not even, it's not based on whether you're disabled or not. It's not based on your looks, not based on your financial status or your wallet. Love is like way deeper than that. It's, it's kind of hard for me to explain, but like I said, when Jesus died, like, he died before he even knew I existed but he still died for me he died before even though he is God and he knows everything it's still like just a a sacrifice 
and just to be ready to do anything for that person and both people have to do that not just the guy not just the girl it has to be on both sides so when you find love I do think it's rare I do like I've had a hard time in relationships and finding something that worked I think it's rare to have two people both willing to um give everything or let go of everything whatever they need to do to make something work it's really hard so when it happens it's beautiful and if you're in that love relationship I'm so happy for you and I hope it just lasts lasts and lasts because true love does that you know sometimes I think that I was in love but maybe I was just in like or in lust or just wanting it to be something that it wasn't because if it's over then to me I really don't think that was really true love sometimes it's infatuation sometimes we put on those fronts in the beginning just to get the person interested and get in the door and then if we're not no longer interested we drop everything um but that's not love Um, so I guess I'm done now talking about 90 day fiance before the 90 days and is love enough you guys got any comments questions you want to connect you want to talk about 90 day email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com that's cbiztv at yahoo.com thanks guys